0: Welcome back to the, the podcast. Hey! It's my job. Shut up.
1: Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, my name's Cameron Riley. This is the podcast where uh, I sit down with my uh, sons, Hunter and Taylor, and we talk about stuff. Uh, really to try and get a perspective on how 18-year-olds think about things and uh, how they're different to someone of my generation, um, Gen X versus Gen Z had a lot of good feedback uh, on the first episode that we did. Um, we're still trying to come up with a name for it. Speaking of which, you guys have started your own podcast, I believe, Behind My Back, Against the Contracts. My lawyers will be in touch. What's the name of your podcast? We are calling it The Untwined Podcast, with the twin right in the middle.
0: It was a complete accident. Not, No, <laughs> it wasn't. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. We're just going to be talking about shit and breaking it down. And, uh, yeah, it should wow.
1: be fun. Wow, wow. Is that second generation of Riley podcasters? Does, does that tangle your loins? I wonder if you're the first second generation podcasters. What does that mean? Well, I, I you know, I'm you a claim podcaster. You're the first podcaster, in right? Australia, and I am was. You got that, something to back that up?
0: A written piece of paper signed by the Governor General. If you can find a podcast
1: published earlier than November. 2007? 14th, 2004. Oh, shit. Then okay. point it in my direction. Anyway, so we've talked about... There's a number of subjects that I thought we could talk about this week. We talked about maybe uh, drugs. We talked about guns. Um, but we're going to start with climate change. Taylor, was your idea why climate change? Well, you mentioned
0: it last week. We talked about this at the end. Yeah, climate change, I think, it would be interesting to get our perspective because you're all going to be dead when it comes relevant. So, Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. You know, you were born into a world that has uh, has a, a clock ticking on it. All the scientists, vast majority of uh, scientists working in climate change, anyway, say that by the end of this century, the world's going to be fucked, and you are going to be still around. Um, my generation and the generation that came before me have sort of uh, just fucked it all up for you guys. So it's meant to be like a big problem by the time we finish this century. It's
0: like, what are they going uh, to? Twelve years, all right.
1: Well, I mean, it, it's it's getting worse all the time. But they're they're talking about the the by the end of this century, the sort of massive impacts of it. Even by the middle of the century, by 2050, uh, the forecasts are that. The temperature, the average temperature, or the mean temperature, I think, around the world, uh, will be maybe a couple of degrees higher. Dude, look we'll at a
0: wicked tan, then.
1: Is now. Um, that this will cause the ice caps to continue to melt, which will put all of this, uh, well, a number of consequences of that. Flood the coastlines? Well, lots more water in the oceans, which will flood coastlines around the world. Of course, many, many major cities uh, will be underwater. Uh, People who live on islands and archipelagos like Indonesia will probably all be underwater. Hundreds of million, two hundred million 200 million people live in Indonesia, which is going to be all underwater. So they're going to have to move somewhere. Plus, everyone on the coast of Australia will be... Trying to move what do you mean somewhere.
0: Everyone on the coast of Australia, like everyone in Australia, is on the coast. Lives
1: on the coast. Yeah, ninety-three percent of our population, or something, lives on the coastline. Mm-hmm. Um, which, if this, I think the forecast is that the ocean, the water levels will rise by a couple of meters. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but it is because people are like you know two meters tall. So
0: it'll go grow, grow by a whole person upwards. <laughs>
1: Yeah, okay. So it's pretty busy. If you think about it that way, it's it's a lot. Yeah, but just the impact of that, uh, our infrastructure is not ready to handle that kind of... You know, we saw that here when we had the floods in 2011. I don't think the water rose by that much uh, across Brisbane, but it already created massive damage. Um, And they said at the time, oh, it's a -a once-in-a-century event, but the sea levels could be permanently that high at some point in the century. Plus, then you've got people just dying of extreme heat or extreme cold because we don't really understand the uh, butterfly effect of that kind of change um, sea life dying animals and plants on the on on the land dying um, the impact that those deaths have on the broader ecosystem because everything's interconnected you know food chains and all of that kind of stuff. Also, possibly, you know, the release of methane into the atmosphere that's been trapped in the Arctic shelves. What about um, more power for uh, air conditioners and heaters and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, exactly, and how we're going to drive that. Um, So, like, this is the world that you guys are living in. Now, I know you've talked a little bit about this in your schooling. I remember you, I think you, Tay, had to do an assignment on... (laughs) That in year 11 or year 12, and I helped you with it, and you failed as a no, result or no, something? No,
0: it wasn't on that. That's just we had to write an article we had
1: on to. It. Oh, you had to pick something. Yeah. Right.
0: And then my teacher said climate change isn't fucking real and failed me.
1: Right. How
0: old was he? Like 60. <laughs> right. 55.
1: He didn't say climate change isn't fucking real, but what did he do?
0: He said this is science fiction stuff. That's quite
1: because your article was ta- You had to do something that was. Controversial or something, right? Write a, a fake yeah. media article.
0: Well, it was an opinionated piece. That was the point.
1: Opinion piece, right? Um, I and
0: and you opinion- said something about. I gave an opinion. He goes, "Fuck you."
1: <laughs> he didn't say that, but he did fail you, and he did have a conversation with you. I recall where he said he doesn't. Be- he didn't believe that.
0: No, 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 no he don't. I never had a conversation with him. He just wrote that on my paper. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, with your opinion piece, he then gave his opinion. <laughs> <then he managed laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> public school system
1: so how do you guys feel about um all of this when you think about these sorts of things do you just kind of put it in the back of your head and don't think about it or is it something that you know you you feel like is a burden or is it a sense of responsibility to do something about it
0: i feel like it's not a burden at all i feel like it's gonna get solved Really? Uh, well, we got Musk doing shit. He, he's just going to come out. I feel like he's just going to come out on Twitter one day and just be like, solved it, and that's going to be it. But I don't know. Maybe. So
1: you're relying on...
0: If that doesn't happen, we just, uh, I don't know. Magic. Yeah. Well, he's already gone away. Get the fuck off Earth. Yes. So maybe that's the... I, I heard something the other day saying that um, by like 2050, he wants us to be on like Mars. Yeah. Like people on Mars. Yep. Yeah. Mm.
1: Right. But I don't think he's going to put seven billion, well, the population will be like 11 billion then. I don't think he's going to put all those people on Mars. How, how big is Mars relative to Earth? Is it smaller or larger? That's a good question. I don't know. How much smaller?
0: One, 0.7 times smaller. <laughs> That's a fact. It's a verifiable fact. <laughs> Google it. It's Actually, serious. factually.
1: Fact. No. no it is. No. It's 0.7 times smaller. Yeah. Mm. You're going to put money on that? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Put your nuts on it. <laughs> My nuts.
0: You lose them if it's not, and if it is, you still lose them. <laughs>
1: yeah. I've, I see you've been reading a book on negotiation skills. Very good. Um, so seriously, how do you? you I mean, because when I was growing up, the existential threat to the species was thermonuclear war. Well, we we grew up believing that at some point there was going to be all-out nuclear war between the Soviet Union and the United States, and we'd all get caught up in it and we'd probably die. I I would literally imagine that I was going to uh, see a bomb uh, flying towards us and an explosion, and that would be it.
0: I mean, that's still a real possibility these days, with North Korea and the US and Russia.
1: yeah. Well, they have the U.S. and Russia. I think have more nuclear weapons now and more powerful nuclear weapons than they did in the '70s. Mm. Uh, but this is another existential threat on top of that. Then uh, climate change. So, Taylor, you think it's not? It's never going to happen. It's all going to be magically solved by magic. Oh no!
0: I'm just holding out for it. I think I think there's a very good chance that we're all fucked. But I'm holding out. i like to believe. That there's someone's going to come up with a solution, but you know,
1: you you have faith in Elon Musk.
0: I do. Yeah. When's Elon Elon Musk going to release a Bible? <laughs> we should start a new religion. Maybe that's Based what you should Elon do:
1: Musk. start a religion, worship yeah. the Musk. What about you, Hunter? How do you feel about climate change?
0: Honestly, I don't really think about it that that, that often. It's not
1: um, such a pre- pressing
0: issue for me. Um, I mean, when you when you bring it up and you have to think about it yeah it sounds like it's a problem but you know it's not something I constantly think about like you mentioned before with nuclear war I envision a world where I'm gonna get a couple degrees hotter and a couple meters more of the ocean levels rising so it's not something I actually think about on a regular basis if ever oh uh, well when I, if I, when I think about it, sometimes it's like, oh, you feel a bit of a responsibility, look, it's our generation that has to solve something, I'm not going to be a scientist or anything, but, you know, you feel some sort of responsibility to want to solve this problem, you know, but, and I'm sure that's what people that actually have the skills try to do, but instead, you know, like, sometimes I, st- I think to myself, just fuck it, let's just see what happens. That was like Donald so, Trump. No yeah, you know, about- no, yeah, yeah, with Donald Trump, you know, like, let's just see how crazy shit can get, but, you know? I, I think you remember <laughs> what I said when, when Donald Trump was getting elected. I was like, you know, it, it's probably not a good thing, but there's a small part of me that just wants to go, fuck it, let's just see like how bad things get. It's like, it's like can when get. someone like, offers it- you cocaine for the first time, and you're like, you know, I've heard it's bad for me, but you know, I've heard people have fun.
1: Have you offered you cocaine? I
0: haven't had a cocaine before, and I'm sure that might have tried it once. No? Never? No. What's the worst you've gotten?
1: Nothing. I mean, I don't do drugs. Unfortunately, I think. Mean, <laughs> well, you know my story <laughs> he just, about. He's got no money. You know my story about. <laughs> my story about weed ice cream. That was the worst that's, that's it's the ever
0: worst. got. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, I'm, I'm assuming it's the same sort of thing. Like, you, there's a little bit of me that's the devil on my shoulder that's saying, "You know." That's,
1: yeah, but you're gonna live through it. I mean, all joking aside, I mean, I feel guilty having brought kids into the world that are gonna have to go through this because if the forecasts are right, it is going to be. Not a nice not a nice world to live in. Like I'm the last generation that's had a nice life. You guys are you guys are going into a world that's going to be ca- can you imagine what's going to happen if a large percentage of the population in this country needs to get up and move inland and all of the infrastructure, the roads, the plumbing, the electricity, the tele- telecommunications like a- everything needs to move inland by
0: that sounds like an economic collapse.
1: Yeah, exactly, it does. And then you've got 200 million people from Indonesia knocking on our door saying, "Hello, let us in." Uh, and us going, "No, no, you can't come in with our 27 million people." Yeah,
0: if someone can cause the GDP just twig in one thing and then it triggers a butterfly effect and everything goes to shit. Like imagine what happens when something big like this hits.
1: And then you've got, you know, the impact of it on the rest of the world, which we're already seeing. You know, uh, uh, asylum seeker crises uh, around the world where war torn countries have people that are trying to get out, and that's causing massive economic problems and social destabilization problems in Europe, places like Greece and France, Germany. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I feel guilty about it, but it sounds like it weighs more on me than it does on you guys. I mean, there's nothing we can do about it. Well, we
0: can. It's, it's next It's to next already definitely going to happen and hit and get bad. So, like, the, I don't think there's much an individual
1: of our age could do. Okay, well, I mean, the answer to that normally would be everyone can contribute by yeah, using well, less electricity and... Uh,
0: it's like... Not
1: driving a car everywhere and uh, not blow-drying your hair every morning. Sure.
0: But if we're already at the point where we're screwed, like... (laughs) Let's just say, like, fuck it, I'm going to keep the acorn on, you know? Um, Like, you've got a short life, um, so, you know, if I could keep the acorn on. (laughs) It's like, would you rather eat boring for 100 years or eat great food for 70?
1: So, your attitude is... Fuck all life on the planet. Let's just have no, a good, no, no, no. I'm here for a short time, not a long there's, there's no, a a time. A long there's times, a little bit of there. me. There's a little bit
0: of me. That's a little bit of... Let's just...
1: See. Okay, what about the rest of you then? Uh, stop Stop with the, you know, front and... What, what, front? Yeah. What do you mean? I'm trying to sound cool. Oh, fuck it. Let's all die. <laughs>
0: no, no, wait, no, we won't all die. We just go into some, like, apocalyptic, you know... Mad Max sort of wasteland,
1: wasteland yeah. yeah. That sounds kind of fun. When the gangs take off of the highway, I'll be like, that I'll I'll be like creepy guy
0: on the front of, on the front of the truck with the electric guitar, like jumping up and uh-huh. down. Yeah. I going to be spray painting Hunter's mouth with silver shit. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. it'd be fun. Yeah, right. I think. Get out of routine. It a little sounds little. kind of fun. It sounds I can see I can't I can't get a serious conversation out of you guys. So let's hope that somebody of your generation. Yeah. Is taking this a little bit more seriously than you well, are?
0: Well, no, I think it's your generation. I think the responsibility is on you guys to fix it,
1: to un- g- fuck what you
0: already. But if, if my start.
1: generation and your grandmother's generation were going to do anything about it, they would have done it by well, now. Well,
0: actually, our grandmother generation are relying on Jesus to you fix. You know, you know. Well, I was talking
1: gen- about my mother. You not know, our, really our generation mother's aren't mother's really
0: in a <laughs> position to play any
1: they are they're the people in power it's the it's the baby boomers the people in their 60s and their 70s that are the most of the politicians the the corporate ceos the the presidents and prime ministers they're the people that should be taking leadership on this but they're not in yeah. fact most of them are going in the opposite direction. Donald Trump says it doesn't exist. Scott Morrison says it doesn't exist. The, the, most of our political leaders around the world are just putting their fingers in their but ears, closing their eyes, and going la la la. Yeah, we'll all be dead because they're not doing anything. Well, no, it's your before it
0: happens.
1: my generation maybe takes it a little bit more seriously, but still in this country they elected the Liberal National does Party. Trump in, not
0: realize his kids are going to be alive during this shit? Like, does he just not care?
1: Doesn't care. Obviously, yeah. Or cares more about short-term... I mean, you know, if if I'm Trump, honestly, and I'm his kids, I'm thinking, well, listen... I'm going to uh, be rich. I'm going to be rich, yeah. so I'll be able to... There'll
0: be that fat guy that's milking the women from Mad Max, Fury Road, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll be able to... I'll, I'll have a better chance of building... Uh, a, a, a climate-controlled dome on a private island and, you know, surviving. You know
0: what I think? I think Trump is actually, like, it's kind of like a, a ploy. He's like, I'm going to leave my electric tanning bed on so we can fuck up the environment. So instead, it gets slightly hotter, and I can actually get a real tan instead of a fake orange spray tan.
1: Mm. Jokes. So, so it's just bad. just jokes with you guys today. Well, not really.
0: Seriously, though, like little bit of me, like, says, like, it's going to happen. What's it going to be? Like, I honestly, like, how cool would that be? It's not, not I don't know if you want to put it cool. That if we get experience, like, the end of the human race, like, fuck it, dude. Like, last last generation that ever gets to live. How cool would that be? That title would be kind of cool.
1: So you don't plan on having kids yourself then?
0: Oh, not at this point. But at yeah. any
1: point? Don't see yourself as a parent?
0: I, if, we, if we solve it, sure. But, like, if we go into Mad Max era... But like, I've read things that say that we're already screwed. It's going to happen. It's, it's irreversible. So the the point of now is just accepting it, being like, let's let's get re- let's do it. Let's let's get ready to let's get ready to rumble. You know.
1: So what are you doing to get ready to rumble? Nothing are you really are just... you learning how to live off the land? Are you becoming nah. a prepper? No, like your own no, Nita uh, used to be. Teaching
0: myself how to build a biodome In my spare time, I'm building one in my backyard. I'm going to live in it. That's
1: about it. Yeah. Again, no, no. no serious answers no. here. It's just Well, what well, are you doing if you, if you accept it? Because you realise it means the economy is going to be screwed. Yeah. You're not going to have a job. You're not going to have any money. No one's going to be watching movies, so there's no point going to LA and becoming an actor. There's no point going to uni because no one's going to be able to hire you. It's going to be chaos in the streets. So literally, if you believe that, you should be right now living out in the middle of Australia in a tent... Learning how to survive. Just
0: take it as it comes. Roll with the punches. See what happens. Right. Like, do you think it's? Do you think it's reversible?
1: Um, I. Do you
0: honestly think that we can unfuck it?
1: I think if if the human race all of a sudden decided that this was incredibly that's important and focused optimistic. focused all of our resources and efforts on it, we could probably undo it. No, but that's not happening.
0: Exactly. So it's fucked. Yeah. Accept it. And let's either figure out a solution to ditch this Earth, which we can't work on. We're no astronaut. See, it's going on in the background. It's going to happen. He's already predicted that we can by the time it hits. But, like, there's nothing much. We just sort of have to ride the wave out and see if we can. But get... what are you
1: doing to prepare for riding the wave is not, my question. I'm
0: not going to prepare.
1: You're not going to prepare? No. <laughs> You're just gonna... I'm just going
0: to live my life until it hits. And if it hits, it hits. If it doesn't and we live on, then we live on.
1: Okay. You will be living just Mad Max style. At least watch all the Mad Max films. One and two. Three, maybe not. Uh, Four, sure. Does, like, nine seasons
0: of Walking Dead count? Yeah, I I guess, I mean, you probably thought when you were going to have this conversation with us about climate change, you're going to think, oh, are they going to be worried about it? Are they actively trying to do stuff to prevent it? But, like... No, I know
1: you. I knew. I didn't think that. Well, not, not that. me, but like
0: our our generation in general, like people that are twenty and under. Yes. No, because like, what can we do apart from trying to not make it worse? Well, you
1: can run for politics
0: when you're twenty. No, not really. Yeah, you can. Yeah, but it's just a matter of things like, what do you okay, want to do with your? Hold on.
1: Life? So recently in Australia, there's been a whole bunch of school students protesting. Have you seen that in the news? You've been watching the news.
0: Yeah, I've seen a little bit of it.
1: Massive protests by school students in the streets in all the capital cities, demanding that politicians take climate change more seriously. Saying this is our future, and you know most of our federal politicians told them to shut up and go back to well, school.
0: The reason why you can't run is because it's very—it's an easy answer. Do you know how you know how people get elected? I think better than anyone. It's money, power, influence, uh, contacts. That's what it comes down to, really, and. When you don't have any, you—that's why the Greens never win. You know, it all comes down to who they know. It's all about who you know.
1: Right. So. And
0: who you have backing you, I guess, but.
1: Right. So you don't see yourself running for politics?
0: I'm not at this age. Right. And I think it's going to be incredibly hard to squeeze these top dogs out.
1: Right. Do you think it it, it isn't? Uh, incredibly hard yeah yeah incredibly hard
0: because I know you would have run (laughs) ages ago
1: no I never wanted to run but um, you know what I have spent the last 15 years doing is trying to uh, communicate with people build a build a a publishing empire where I can talk to people and get them to think about stuff yeah I failed but that was my plan was to build a publishing empire to get people to to activate people. So that was my my attempt at doing something. I guess I I guess that's you
0: you, you micro help, but I, I mean I don't think a bunch of people trying to do things like that are going to stop it. It's going it's coming at us way too quickly to, to for everyone to make that sudden switch. I think it's gonna it'll take way too long. If we haven't already got it It's probably not going to happen. I mean, we just have to try and find
1: alternatives. So you're just fatalistic about the whole thing, really. It's going to happen. Let's just try and survive it.
0: Yeah, it's like either we can't get off the earth in time and we just have to live with it and then just take it as it comes or Musk finds a way to get us off the earth and we buy the first plane ticket out of here. Hunter? I mean, my my sort of perspective on it is that I'm sure we've got... there's a lot of people um, in our generation and then I'm sure somebody's going to come along and actually contribute. Um, but yeah, no, it's just like not something that I prioritise. as like I want, to, I want to go into politics and solve climate change, you know?
1: Okay. So you don't lie awake at night terrified about the future? No, no, not at all. Interesting.
0: I mean, why would you fear it? It's going to happen. There's no point being scared of it. It's like... It's like being scared of dying. Yeah. It's like you don't. You could die tomorrow, but you're not going to plan to die. You know, you're going to just live your life and it happens, it happens. I guess I don't think the world getting a bit hotter is going to mean that we're going to automatically be
1: dead. Okay, so let me ask you this. You're now of a voting age. You will have to vote in local, state, and federal elections sometime in the next year. Um, is climate change going to rate highly on your decision making process about how you vote?
0: Of course. Yeah, definitely. That and uh, whoever's going to fix the NBN. <laughs>
1: they're, they're your two yeah, priorities? That's it really. So anyone but liberal. NBN for international listeners is the National Broadband Network. Yeah, the, uh, the internet in Australia famously Sucks. Um, Our our corporate telcos and our political leaders have done very little in the last 20 years to give us good internet. Um, There was a Prime Minister um, earlier this decade, Kevin Rudd, who came up with this idea for the National Broadband Network. He said, look, the the, um, private telcos aren't going to build a high broadband network, so the government will. But uh, the political opposition, basically, uh, and, and and Rupert Murdoch ran a, a, a fud campaign, they got Rudd thrown out of government, got him sacked from his own party, or sacked from the job of prime minister by his own party. Um, and then when they when the opposition took over, they basically hamstrung the whole thing, and it's 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 terrible. I mean, there's small pockets of Australia that has good internet, but most of us stuck. We you know we live five kilometres out of Brisbane. And our internet sucks. 0.7 upload. Yeah, terrible. Mm. So NBN is a big deal for you. Climate change. Do you know uh, how you're going to vote in the first elections? Do you do you have a party affiliation already? Um, not really. Not liberal though,
0: because they were the one that ones that fucked up NBN. So steering clear of those guys. But aside from that, no, not really. No, I haven't really. I've only been 18 for a, a month and a half, like putting no thought into it. Right. I just know what I think is important, but I'll have to make an informed decision when it comes time, I think. Do they tell you when you vote what they stand for? <laughs> is there a checkbox list that just compares them, like like when you're getting a premium package? For they like, will software?
1: send you lots of stuff in the mail. Have you registered to vote?
0: Yeah. I haven't yet. I need to.
1: You have? Yeah. And you haven't? No. Why have you not when he has? I have no clue how. I did it
0: at, like the start of the year, before I was even 18. Really?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, you have to go to the AEC's website, the Australian Electoral Commission right. and um, aec.gov.au or something like that. Um, yeah, well, they, they will be sending you stuff in the mail, the parties, saying vote for us. There'll be... it
0: will be marketing collateral. There'll
1: okay. be TV ads, radio ads, internet ads all over the place. You can go to their websites. Um, but if those are the two issues that really matter to you then you're probably looking at the Greens, I guess.
0: Yeah, I don't think they're going to unfuck MBN, though.
1: Well, they're not ever going to be government, but if they can get uh, uh, enough seats, they can influence the government. That's the way our political system works. Neither of the major parties, Liberal or Labor, and especially not the Nationals who are in the coalition with the Liberals, uh, take climate change seriously at all.
0: Well, I think no one takes climate change seriously like mm. does anyone globally take climate change very seriously unless you live in like fucking Sweden
1: political parties
0: no, like does anyone any government
1: no not really yeah I think yeah. the Chinese do more than anyone actually China's leading the way in terms of developing green energy
0: yeah but we've got the biggest coal industry in the world so isn't do we is that what it is biggest coal? yeah yeah yeah. One it's of like eighty
1: percent of co- our GDP or some shit like that. I don't know, but Something no, crazy. it's not that big. But it's you know we are the I think the largest exporter of yeah. um, both coal and uranium in the world. Um, so what do so what are your views on um, the mining industry in Australia? Uh, do you have any views on whether it's a good thing or a bad thing? The mining industry would hope that you're pro mining as a source of jobs and uh, economic strength for the country.
0: <laughs> Man, we do have a lot of...
1: We should be going up full solar, though, right?
0: Oh, like, I mean, I think... I don't know if solar is the best thing. If you want to get... If we're trying to switch from coal, solar is kind of like a pain in the ass because even though it's good, clean energy, it's a pain to make the switch. You have to go get solar panels, and that's, that's what um, I think making it hard for people to make the switch. If there was a solution that didn't require people to um, put in much effort and they could do it and their conscience was clear, I think that would be the best alternative. So if there was a way of doing solar without having to attach a solar panel to your roof, like maybe like a... We we have solar farms. Solar farms exist, right? Just mass solar farms, and so you just switch over like a cable, you know?
1: Right. But I you mean, don't think it should be up to people to put solar panels on the roofs? I, no,
0: I mean, I think it should be up to them. It should be their responsibility. But, I mean, I
1: don't, just don't think people will. What if the government mandated it, passed legislation that said, by this time, you've got two years, every building in the country needs to be covered in solar panels?
0: Do you ever see that happening? Be realistic in yeah. the next five years. It could happen. Well, yeah, why? not? What government is going to do that? Liberal won't. Labour won't. No, I know. Okay, so an, an
1: imaginary government that that does what I tell them. Yeah, That's, that gov-
0: imaginary recalls government all your
1: guns. That does everything right. And so, so getting back to climate change, let me. Hunter just dropped a hockey ball that he was badly playing with. Yeah. Um, let me. We're all fidgeting with something. Taylor's got a pack of cars. I've got a big blob of plasticine, and I've Hunter's... got my like,
0: whopping penis. <laughs>
1: Are you going to ask me to edit that out after the show? No, you can get that one in. (laughs) Okay. Um, So in terms of the science behind climate change, there are still politicians and people out there who don't believe it. I've had some crazy guy on uh, uh, Instagram DMing me on Instagram for the last couple of weeks trying to convince me that the climate change is all a hoax. Um, (laughs) Do you uh, have any doubts about the science
0: I don't think it's complicated science. I mean, we can measure the Earth's temperature, and that's it's getting hotter. So, and <laughs> I, the argument that I've heard is they show um, average temperatures, and it fluctuates, like in winter. The, what's the argument where they just show when it's in winter and they show the temperature, but like, look, it's cold now. Like, you know, have you have you heard that one before?
1: It's because. You know, 10 or 15 years ago, we used to refer to what was going on as global warming. Then they changed it to climate change because people would say, well, it's getting colder. It's not but getting hotter. It, they don't it, realize that it it's is the
0: global warming.
1: It's it, the mean temperature yeah. around the planet, not it, your specific temperature in your specific little town. You have town. to be an idiot to not realize that, though. Yeah, well, people, are people are idiots. Yeah. So, uh, getting back to the science, um, are, are you sceptical at all of the science as you're aware of it on climate change? Or do you just... No. Dis- like, before we recorded, Hunter, you said, what's there to talk about? It's just a fact. Mm. That's how you guys see it. It's just not negotiable. It's just... It's it's a Entapity. reality. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And
1: that humans... So, the other argument that the... the um, fossil fuel industry pushes through their paid mouthpieces, uh, people like Andrew Bolt in this country, is that, well, yes, the climate is changing, but it's not because of humans. It's just a natural thing that happens.
0: He's playing the puberty card shit. What's that? The na- it's natural. It's just happening.
1: That's the puberty card? Yeah, it's the puberty Do you card. Do you want
0: to know my perspective on what I think is going to happen? Yeah. One of two things. Um, one... It, uh, it's just gonna get worse and worse and worse and we're all gonna die and crash and burn and have to move inland and, and just sort of figure it out as we go. Or, like, a lot of things that's going on is that when your generation starts to die off, and our generation becomes the sort of... Um, but that's, it's gonna be fucked by then. <laughs> no, what I was gonna say <laughs> is that when our generation starts to have kids and children and teach them about it as well, we all, like, collectively try and fix it. I think um, it, it's if that can happen... Before we completely fuck the. But it can't. It can't. It'll get worse, but hopefully we can stop it before it gets no completely. No, it'll be unfuckable by before that.
1: Have you done the science behind it? Done yeah. the research? Well, the IPCC, yeah. the international intergovernmental body that takes the lead on climate change, has been saying recently that it's
0: twenty years, right?
1: It's either some of them are saying it's too late to do anything now, um, or. They will say, you know, if we don't take serious steps in the next two years, it will be too late. Yeah. There's some debate. Well, you don't have 20 years to wait. We don't have. So let me ask you about this. So, like, if you put a liberal politician, Scott Morrison, our Prime Minister, John Howard, Tony Abbott, one of these guys, um, uh, in front of a microphone, they would say something like, yes, look... Climate change is real and we should do something about it, but not if it's going to negatively affect our economy. The most important thing is a healthy economy um, and we're not going to do anything that would damage our economy. Our mining industry is a big part. It's about 10% of our economy, so we can't do anything that would damage that because that's the lifeblood of employment for Australians. Now, they have to say that because... Really, that's um, one of the measures of the success or failure of a government is the health of the economy. Um, what's more important to you, the short-term health of the economy, uh, including your ability to get a job when you graduate from university um, or to make money in any way, shape or form, or the the long-term survival of the species?
0: Yeah, of, of course, the latter. Economies recover. Like, there's dips in them all the time. Like, that's why. I mean, if we're just going to. We can't just one day just decide to do a major switch. It has to be a transition, of course, but I think. I don't see why we wouldn't recover from that. I don't think it would be that damaging. Sure, it's a big part of our economy, but if it's a transition, we create more jobs in the solar field and just move over. I don't see why that's so damaging create the mining roles and move them to take some digger
1: guy and then move them to digging sunlight digging sunlight yeah (laughs) hunter economy versus survival of the species
0: our economy as Taylor said before it does go up and down it does dip um it fluctuates so regardless it's going to go down at some point in like a recession Um, but you know, saying completely, like completely letting go of the economy and just going full straight for the long-term effects, it will significantly impact, you know, our economy and it will be bad for our generation growing up trying to get jobs. So I, I wonder if there's sort of like a median where it can, we can dip a little bit, but also put some more money and effort towards the long-term sort of um fix i swear you could like relate this to an analogy almost like the like the same way entrepreneurs like they'll take the risk short term for long-term benefits while people that play it safe and go to university that's pretty good yeah want to just play it safe and they don't want to risk uh, being economically damaged this early in their life you know so I think that's the best way to make an analogy of it. But the entrepreneurs make, end up making the most money and they have the most success in the long term, I think.
1: Well, that's something I've been saying for, I don't know, 10, 20 years, that Australia, with all of, you know, where we're situated, we, we, we have one of the lowest population densities of any country in the world. We have one of the highest uh, wealth per capita of any country in the world the vast majority of our country, no one lives on it, all the population densities on the coasts. We could turn the vast majority of Australia into one big fucking solar panel. And, and we should be, and we've got hot rocks and we've got lots of coastline where you can do wave-generated energy. We have got all of the right conditions, and a smart population too, um, to position ourselves as the world leaders in developing sustainable green energy. And
0: from an economic standpoint, that'd be super beneficial.
1: You would think so, because again, and one of the other things that everybody with half a brain knows is that our coal industry is going to die at some point. We're going to in, run out of coal. No, not that necessarily, but China, who's one of our biggest customers for coal, at some point are going to go, right, we're not buying coal anymore. They've already been cutting back on the amount of coal well, that they buy. Well, they're making the
0: transition. Why aren't we doing it as well?
1: Because uh, politicians aren't prepared to pull their heads out of their asses. They're beholden to coal mining interests. Do you in this think
0: country. also that one of the reasons might be is that if you have somebody in government and they start making these strides, they'll be a, they'll be worried that they might be kicked out of government. Yeah, and absolutely. So
1: it, That's what it is.
0: It's a you know they That's care why more about yeah. You know, how long they're in office for over and making the, long-term fixes to the And the
1: board position they get on companies when they get out of it. Mm. They are beholden to the corporate interests in this country and they're not willing to fight them.
0: I don't I think it's impossible to break that cycle though of of highly unlikely because like what you have to do is that you have to find some uh, a politician that gets elected and is selfless enough to take his own personal risk.
1: Or you have an organisation that holds them to account. Like, that's what the role of the media used to be, in theory. The fourth estate the media is supposed to be. They're supposed to keep politicians and people in power honest and represent the interests of the people. But they don't because they're owned by corporate interests. What about
0: Facebook? What about Facebook? Would they have any power um, over politicians? No. Or be a, Like, as you said, the media?
1: Well... Facebook would, but it's a big corporation that's owned by big corporate interests, so it's not going to do anything against corporate interests. Right. the the one The one organisation in this country, and I was just filling out their annual survey before you came in, is GetUp. I've been a financial supporter of GetUp for years. They now have a million members around the country, and they are actually getting things done. They're working very hard to uh, force politicians. To pay attention to what the people want. You familiar with GetUp? Have you ever looked at any of their campaign stuff? No. Nope. Hmm. Fascinating. Well, you should check that out because you're really their target generation, I think.
0: Well, we're not. We've only just become old enough to vote. I wouldn't be surprised if we haven't seen any of this stuff
1: yet or been exposed to it. Well, it's all over the TV and stuff I like watch that. TV. But Yeah. So that's a problem, right? Well, a yeah. problem for people like that trying to reach you. You don't watch TV, How you don't watch free to wear TV much anymore.
0: Oh, never. Never.
1: Right. You have TVs, unlike me, because Taylor broke my last TV I had. Do you remember that?
0: The TV's a piece of shit that needed to be broken anyway. Yeah, but you're playing guitar <laughs> here TV? and you he knocked TV? the TV
1: over and it shattered what
0: everywhere. What TV in the year 2010 has a box on the back of
1: it? He actually threw a tantrum and broke it. No. Nah.
0: No. It was sitting... No. It was just sit balancing there. It was it on the balance of the box over. and walked past it and brushed it. I remember. You had it sitting on a fucking crate, like in the living room. Yeah. Um... But no, like hardly anybody in our generation watches TV anymore. Like, there's a very, very, very small percentage.
1: Why don't you watch TV?
0: Oh, that's a whole nother discussion. But it's um... I can't stand fucking neighbours, bro. Like, <laughs> or the seven
1: hard. PM project.
0: It's one of the bad ones. Yeah, it's just all it's on whenever I have time. And it's like Mum like loves that shit and will consume it all day. But like, no, actually no, she's not. She she'll make she'll choose Netflix over it these days. I think. It's just Netflix is much more convenient. You can choose what you want to watch instead of being forced to watch what you what's on. So, like, yeah, I mean...
1: Don't you have, like, a DVR connected to your TV?
0: A DVR? <laughs> what a <fuck> DVR? <laughs> DVD
1: player?
0: <laughs> it's just say DVD player.
1: No, a DVR, a digital oh. video recorder, something that no. records TV shows so no. you can play them back later. No. No?
0: No, that's so stupid. Well, then... Uh- it-
1: I, well, let's Imagine having people. a hit
0: recorder, record your show. Just no. Let me go home, open Foxtel, and just Foxtel now, and just watch my show. Right.
1: Yeah. Um. And do you? Do you watch those shows on a big television? Like nah, just my laptop. Use Google, whatever it is. No. <sighs> laptop. Not interested in big the big TV experience.
0: Nah. I mean, I mean, when I'm sitting six inches away from it. Mm.
1: Yeah. Speaking of big experiences, are we going to go see Holmes and Watson?
0: Oh yeah. When's it next week? Oh, it's Boxing not- Day. Boxing Day. I tell you guys, you can't you can't over hype it. If you over hype it and then you no, go, I'm no, overhyping no. it because I know it's gonna suck. It's but gonna, it's gonna be, good, suck.
1: Yeah, it's gonna good, suck. That's we no, know. No, we no know but the thing that. is, if you no, that's that's if you over
0: hype like, it and then you go see it and then you it doesn't meet your expectations, you are going to be disappointed. But if you think it's gonna be, eh, it'll be okay, and then you go and then you love it. That's what we're saying. No, we're saying. I it's gonna be it stupid.
1: To it's just gonna be stupid. But it's Will Ferrell and John C. Reilly. I
0: have to prepare my brain for that mental stupid state. Right. So, it, going so it's like this: if you go watch like a shitty superhero film and then it's shit, you go, well, yeah, and you can complain about it. But if it's Holmes and Watson with Will Ferrell <laughs> Riley, it's like I expect it to be shit. So if it doesn't, if it's not shit, then I'm gonna be disappointed. <laughs> I don't know. It's
1: weird. What about uh, Once Upon a Deadpool? Are you gonna guess either?
0: Nah. Why would I want to go? with... Uh, it's just gonna be Deadpool too, with like all the words cut out of it, all the <laughs> f you. It's gonna be like, oops.
1: Yeah, man of mine went and saw it with his thirteen year old last night. Is it any night. different on new
0: scenes? Probably. Yeah.
1: Well, there's all the Fred. Um, what's his face scenes yeah. in it? The Princess Bride scenes, and there's some other stuff. And you know what I want to see? He said that the, the the overdubbing of the swear words is actually pretty funny.
0: What is it? What would they overdub it with? Just with? Well, I told you, frick, frack, and.
1: Well, when we were, when Chrissy and I were flying to Europe, I was watching films like Three Billboards, which every word is fuck in the film. And But the aeroplane version, they were like, well, Fruit Loops this, and they were coming up with all sorts of funny F words. Well fudge balls and fruit loops and it was actually very entertaining to hear them come up with all of these they deliberately were coming up with really stupid replacements yeah like the the good place has done that as well yeah sounds worse than fucking you know know, you never watched Battlestar Galactica um the reboot but the um because that was screening on network tv they came up with frack so they were like fracking this and fracking that and frack this so they figured out a way to get there, be able to swear, but they just created a new swear word <laughs> that uh, couldn't be bleeped by the censors. Mm. Anyway, how do we get onto that? Oh, political parties. Okay. Oh uh, well, um, well I guess that's it then. So fascinating. Um, next time, drugs, guns, Drug prostitutes. Daggers. What prostitutes? Yeah, I don't know. You ever been to a prostitute? No.
0: Well, okay. Well,
1: I find the whole idea of prostitutes sad. Yeah. Did you really, like that? Really did sad. you like that?
0: Answer, like, no. No. <laughs> Nothing that's on
1: the record because my wife listens to these. <laughs> um, no, you know, I've told you before. Like I, I like I fully uh, support the existence of prostitution as a field if the women are, you know, doing it you know, with their full consent. Um, and I support the, the ability of men to visit prostitutes. I think that's better than them feeling the need to sexually assault someone or... or, or just, just jerk off. Well, yeah, but that's not the same for some reason. Um, but, no, the idea of, of going to a prostitute for me is kind of icky. Um, and it's even the same with strippers. I, I've never really understood the point of going to watch a strip show. Like, what's the point of getting turned on if you, don't if you can't bang them afterwards? Like, I, 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 don't, I okay, don't... Let's
0: talk about this next week, yeah. Yeah?
1: <laughs> All right. It's a little bit the same with porn. As long as you have an outlet for it, that's what we should do, porn. Your generation's view of porn and, and strippers. Riley Reid. And Riley Reid, <laughs> wow. Your view of Riley Reid. <laughs> Has Reed. he
0: shown you the rap? Yeah, we said it to him. The, the, R- R- the R- Riley, Riley Reed rap? The oh, rap yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, you did. Oh, By be- the way, I watched YouTube review too.
0: Rewind? How bad was it? How fringy was it? I didn't get it. Oh, I it didn't was... Oh, well, yeah. if you understood... What it's the, the number just, one most disliked bo- video
1: on YouTube. Yeah, though. it just seemed boring to me. Yeah, that's, I that's mean, the I,
0: point. I, it's I, fucking boring. It has <laughs> nothing to do with anything. Yeah. And Will Smith... Yeah. Been like, I want Fortnite, like... And John Oliver and Trevor Noah... Who are not even YouTube. Exactly, just trying to make...
1: Well, they are. They're huge on YouTube. They
0: just take their content and they have a team that throws it up it's there. They're not, They're not a YouTuber. Who sits it's there. on YouTube. one person who sits
1: No, there. Yeah, neither is, is fucking Will Smith.
0: YouTuber is a... Well, yeah. He's got a team of people. I wouldn't call Will Smith a YouTuber either. Right. I'd call him a, an actor trying to re, uh, revive his dead career. Yeah. See, and, After, he's, and he's doing a good job What was too. that shit? Yeah, he,
1: he, is. he is. He's crushing it. Well, he's had a whole bunch of shit he did. Well, no, course. he's he's
0: only doing good because we talked about this uh, on the thing we recorded today was that... Um,
1: You've already recorded a podcast today. Yeah. yeah wow
0: that are you, uh, YouTube Crushing now it. now um, wants this sort of politically correct like ad environment because they want to just make a lot of ad money so they just promote all these super family friendly content uh, providers and yeah Will Smith like big actor yeah we can just let's promote the shit out of him because we can run a lot of ads on his shit you know that's basically what it is
1: so is your uh, Untwined podcast online can people go listen to it yet
0: not yet not yet but it will be soon very soon very soon. There's a plug.
1: Right. Mm. Got a URL? No.
0: Okay. Soon,
1: to be Soon. Honest. All right. Well, by the time we put this out, it might be up because...
0: You take two weeks to post this. Well,
1: I'm, I'm, not, I'm not putting them up anywhere until I can figure out where to put them. What are we calling this? I don't know. That's why I haven't put it up. I don't know what to call it. I suggested a whole bunch of names. You guys shot them all down. I, I like
0: three peas in a pod. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay why don't you just ask your audience for suggestions I did and they just came back with shit yeah no, they
1: came back with shit they're useless <laughs> except for the guy who came up with marketing messiah I, uh, <laughs> no, whose name no, I have no, written down it. somewhere you don't like that no why not
0: because uh, the messiah it's, if you're marketing you're marketing the movie hardly anybody really knows what the messiah is they call it god or jesus so it doesn't it, they're kind of marketing, messiah. What, why marketing what
1: the messiah why are you marketing him though, that's what Paul did to build the religion. He had to market the concept of the Messiah to the Romans.
0: But you're marking it to your generation.:
1: You've even seen the first 18 minutes of my film. How do you not understand this?
0: I didn't. You
1: weren't didn't paying pay attention. attention.: No it's not I've, wow. had attention. I've watched
0: it three times. And you
1: still don't get it.
0: Why marketing comes into it? No. It's not marketing. Oh, actually, actually, now, now that I
1: think about it, you and know. you're studying marketing. Stop, stop. Actually, Everything stop, stop. is marketing. This
0: is the first time I've actually probably thought about it. Yeah, I kind of get it because he's trying to convince people. So yes, get it. I get it. I'm hey, kind of, hey! Actually, kind, of, hey. kind of good. Wow. It took me a second. <laughs> if you understand, I'm going to
1: stop referring to you as the dumb one now. Oh, oh, low blow. <laughs> I'm, ki- I'm kidding. You're the one anyway. that's you're the one that's actually passing university. oh okay this is what our relationship is like (laughs) all right thanks good show guys no worries thank you